Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, Jan Berg B, and today this is chapter 150. And that's kind of a monumental chapter, being 150, but it more importantly is part four of the 2020-2021 Movie Ranks Countdown. Now, if you've missed parts one through three, where have you been, first of all? But, got, got good news for you, you can go and check those out right now before you listen to this, so I'll stop and you can go check those out. And where can you find those? Well, you can check them out at razorvader.blogspot.com. Listen to them there. Um, or, better yet, you could subscribe on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, or Spotify and go listen to them there. And while you're there, over there, subscribing and listening, uh, you can also write a review. Uh, give me five stars or however it works for whatever platform you're using. Uh, just write a comment uh, or whatever you want to do. It's cool. Uh, give a thumbs up. Give a like. I don't know how. Whatever, whatever system you're listening to this on, whatever kind of platform they have to follow, subscribe, like, share, uh, comment, review, five stars, whatever it is, do that. But also, if you don't want to do it over there, you can come over and comment. Uh, maybe let me know what your thoughts are on my list so far, or uh, what your what your movies would be. Um, if you think I completely missed one or whatever the case may be. Uh, you can check, come over on Instagram, at One Man Renegade. Um, you can come over Twitter, at One Man Renegade. Also, the Facebook page, One Man Renegade Podcast on Facebook. And then finally, while you're at it, go check out the YouTube channel. There's videos posted every day. Subscribe, like, and share over there and watch all those videos. All right, with that all the way, now let's get to it. Now that you've all caught up and you've listened to the first three parts, it's time for part four. And today, we are going to do movies 40 through 31. Uh, so let's kick things off with number 40. Uh, this was an HBO Max movie. It came out August 6th. So it no, no box office numbers because it was just on HBO Max. 72% Rotten Tomato, 58 uh, Metacritic, 5.7 the IMDb. No cinema score and it wasn't theaters. Um, and it's American Pickle. Now, if you like Seth Rogen, you're probably going to like this movie. If you hate Seth Rogen... You're probably going to hate this movie. If you're somewhere like in between and kind of like meh about Seth Rogen, then it's going to be number 40 on your list. Because, you know, yeah, I, I mean, don't love or hate Seth Rogen. He's fine. Um, some of the stuff he's done is good. Some of the stuff he's done, not so much. Uh, this is kind of just falls in the middle. But it's a lot of Seth Rogen. So basically he plays this guy. It's kind of a really stupid plot. But um, he plays this like guy that... Him and his wife are in like the old country and um, they make pickles or he works at a pickle factory or something. I, I, I don't totally remember, but he somehow falls in a vat of pickle brine and then the, the, the factory got shut down. He moved over to the United States and was working on this pickle factory and he got caught in the pickle thing and then the factory got shot down or whatever. And then, then somehow someone unearthed this pickle thing and he popped out and was still alive but been preserved for i forget how many years um but then he ends up meeting his grandson and then they go in the pickle business and then all sorts of craziness happens and there's back and forth and uh yeah so people get arrested and nonsense a bunch of nonsense happens um and it's you know him and his but he's like this old, like, I forget what country he was even supposed to be from. He's kind of doing kind of 
not Borat specifically, like, um, um, accent throughout it, but sort of like that. He's got this weird accent he does throughout the whole thing. It's just kind of weird. And I don't know, it doesn't, it didn't, it was fine. There were some parts that were funny and whatever, but it just it, overall it didn't quite work as well as maybe it could have, I suppose. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just kind of a weird movie. And, and it was like, it was one of HBO Max's first like exclusive movies, I'm, you know, or whatever. I'm, I'm actually not sure how many they've actually had, but you know, it's, it was, it might've been the first, I don't know. I don't remember, but either way, um, yeah, American Pickle. It's on HBO Max. Uh, if you like Seth Rogen, like I said, you're gonna like this movie. If you don't like Seth Rogen, then you may you might want to pass on this one. All right, moving on to number thirty-nine. This one uh, came out January 29th of two thousand twenty-one. It was released in theaters uh, and made four point eight million dollars opening weekend. Fifteen uh, domestic, twenty-nine um, uh, worldwide. 46% Rotten Tomato, 54 uh, Metacritic, 6.3 on the IMDb, B- minus on the cinema score. I didn't see it in theaters, and that's because I saw it on HBO Max, because it was one of those movies got released on HBO Max and in theaters the same day, and it is The Little Things. Um, so, yeah, um, this was, I don't know, this was like one of those, This I think, I, I I can't remember if this is the first movie that HBO Max did with like the simultaneous release in the theaters and in uh, in uh, on HBO Max, but uh, it definitely got a lot of hype coming into it. I mean, it's got Denzel Washington, obviously, you know, Academy Award winner. It's got Rami Malek, a comedy Academy Academy Award winner, Jared Leto, 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 Leto whatever, however you say it, Academy Award winner. Um, it's about like you know they're trying to solve these murders and 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 track down who did did it and, and and all that stuff and Denzel Washington on the other hand is like oh well I have a, I had a similar case many years ago that I never quite figured out and and I could help um and he kind of got I don't know removed from his position because he got obsessed with it so he was doing a different job and he reached up with uh and he moved to a different town completely different town and then comes back to town and Rami Malek tries to get his help and and they kind of weed out Jared Leto's character. And I don't remember any of the character names, but also it's set in like the early 90s, I think. Couldn't quite pin pinpoint it. I think it's supposed to be like 92 or 93 or something like that. Um, so, it, you know, it's kind of a period piece in a way. Although, you know, it's just... I feel like more and more they're doing these period piece movies. Um, and we'll talk about more, I think there's another one coming up in a little bit, where it's like, I don't know why this was set, well, there's a couple more, actually, I'll be honest. I don't know why this had to be set in this time frame. Why did they specifically call out the time frame that this is set in? And I think more and more it's being done just so people don't question, well, why didn't you just use a cell phone, or why didn't you look it up on the internet, or something, something like that. So it's like, oh, this is early 90s, internet wasn't really around, people didn't have cell phones, so yeah, we gotta go to a payphone, like... They kind of don't want to, they don't want to have that, you know, the easiness of ease of like, oh, well, you can just look up the internet or pick up a phone. Like you actually, you know, for, you know, these, you know, movies with people researching and trying to figure stuff out. It's like, oh, I actually got to go, 
go research this or go do this or go look this up or go find this person or go do 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 whereas with nowadays it's just like i just look it up on the internet or you know I'll use my cell phone to call somebody um you know which p- plays a big factor in this movie so it's like okay so was the idea that they needed to have this thing happen and it was like well if he just has a cell phone that ruins it so let's set it in the 90s where people didn't have cell phones yet um yeah and i guess that's a way around it i I just like i don't know that it needed to be set in the 90s necessarily like it was like okay but why you know and i feel like a lot of movies are doing that these days and it's just kind of like well let's just set it you know before technology was better so it makes a more compelling movie i guess i don't know it's weird sometimes that, that but anyways um yeah i mean this wasn't a bad movie don't get me wrong but it just didn't click it didn't click um stuff i mean i think my biggest issue with this movie was like there was a whole period of the movie where it was like nothing was happening and it was just like wait what's happening there is a twist at the end i'll give them that um it's a bit of a twist but um there's a good chunk of the movie where like nothing's really happening it's like Okay, something's gotta happen. What's going on? I just felt like it, it dragged out too long f- in certain parts, but um, it's still worth a watch. I, it's not on HBO Max anymore because they do that thing where it's only there for 30 days or whatever. Um, 31 days, 30 days, 31 days. I don't know which one it is, but and then it goes kind of back to just the theaters and then it will eventually come out on uh, home video or whatever and then eventually it'll end up back on hbo max i guess i don't really know um but i guess we'll find out any or whatever but moving on uh next uh next up on the list uh number 38 uh this was a bleaker street film came out last uh last october october 2nd it was briefly in theaters i guess it made 142 thousand dollars my numbers don't make any sense here so it's made $142,000 opening weekend, but then I don't have a domestic number. Maybe that was worldwide? Okay, I see what I did. I just put the thing in the wrong column. Yeah, it it didn't have a worldwide release. It was just released domestically. Made $142,000 opening weekend and 301 overall. Uh, it got 89% Rotten Tomatoes, 67 Metacritic, 5.8 on the IMDb. Uh, no cinema score, and I didn't see it in theaters. And it's called Save Yourself. So, <laughs> stop me if you've heard this one before, but uh, these people uh, go to, um, go, they go, well, <laughs> kind of cell phone related. So they decided to go out on a retreat. Now, th- this is the other trope that people use to get, you know, the cell phones and the technology out of it. They decided they're not going to look at their phones or putting their phones in a box and or whatever and not going to look at them. They're on a vacation. They're going to get back to nature and blah, blah, blah. So, of course, while that's all going on, some disease breaks out and people all turn to zombies or whatever, whatever the case is. I can't remember. Is this zombies or are there alien invasion? Now, yeah, it was alien invasion, right? Yeah, alien invasion. I was like zombies, alien invasion, whatever. It was one of the two. So... They're all just, they're kind of having a couple's retreat, trying to figure out, you know, their, what they're doing with their, I don't know, getaway, whatever. Um, and then finally, at some point, someone looks at their, at their, uh, phone, like, oh, something's going on. And then they find out that there's like an alien invasion or something, 
or something's going crazy. I think it was an alien invasion. Now I'm, now I'm questioning. Something was happening. No, it definitely was an alien invasion. Because at the end of the movie. No. All right. I don't want to spoil it. By the way, spoilers, by the way. I forget to mention that at the beginning of the show. Spoilers. I'm trying to try not to ruin these films. Um, spoil. Uh, completely ruin them. Completely spoil them. But there definitely are going to be some spoilers here and there as I... Uh, you know, talk about the plots and, and my thoughts on the movies and stuff. So, warning, spoiler warning. I'll do my best not to ruin them, but anyways. Uh, so, so yeah, I guess I kind of spoilered that with... Was it aliens? Zombies? Something. Something happens, right? I think I'm confusing movies maybe at some point. No, there's, there's aliens. There's, like, attacks. There's these weird creatures that are around. That's right, there was the weird creatures. So there's weird creatures that are attacking people, and, um, yeah, so then these people find out, realize there's these creatures are around them, so they try to get away from the creatures, and, um, ultimately they, they escape, and they run into other people doing the same thing, and it kind of goes, it's a comedy-ish, um, sci-fi film, I suppose you could say, um, it was all right. It wasn't bad. I mean, there's a couple twists and stuff in it, and it's kind of interesting to see where it's going to go and whatever. Uh, but yeah, another alien movie. Not zombies, aliens, but either way. <laughs> like, if it's not zombies, it's aliens, but either way. Um, all right. Uh, number 37, moving on. Uh, this movie came out on Christmas Day. Uh, it made $16.7 million opening weekend, 462 uh domestic 166 million worldwide 59 percent rotten tomato 60 metacritic 5.4 imdb b plus i didn't see it in theaters because once again i saw it on hbo max this was the another actually so this was the first movie yeah okay that just answered my own stupid question stupid i just i i just contradicted my own statement stupid statement from 20 minutes ago Five minutes ago. Six minutes ago. However long this podcast has been going. I can't tell time anymore. Um, yeah, no. Little Things wasn't the first HBO Max thing. It was the first one after... It was the first one in 2021, I think. Wonder Woman 84 was the first one on HBO Max that was released at the same time as theaters. Uh, and that is my number 37. Wonder Woman 84, which... Uh, very disappointing. Uh, this movie... Uh, again, it, it's... I just mentioned it before when I was talking about uh, little things. Why is this movie set in 1984? Like, there's, like, nothing about this movie that's, like, oh, this has to be set in 1984 other than, again, well, there's no internet, there's no cell phones type thing. So you get rid of that whole trope. Um, Like, they barely used, used any, like, 80s pop culture in it outside of, like, maybe the fashion, I guess. But yeah, it was like, all right, this movie is set in nineteen eighty four. It should have like an awesome like eighties soundtrack, and like there should be like mentioning of a lot of eighties like stuff. Like otherwise, why are you having it in the eighties? And it just wasn't. It was like, oh, if you weren't paying attention and you just were like didn't even know the name of the movie was Wonder Woman eighty four, and just were watching it for the sake of watching it, you might be like, ah, they're kind of wearing kind of interesting clothes, but you wouldn't like. Be like, oh, this is definitely set in the 80s. You know, like, it just, it felt unnecessary 
to like i mean i get what they're trying to do it's a prequel for the wonder woman character but a sequel at the same time it's a prequel sequel type of thing because obviously it's set after the first wonder woman which was back in the uh you know the world war one uh which again that's a big kind of jump from it's like oh well it's world war one and then now it's 1984 it's like but we've seen her in the 2000s because she was in batman versus superman and justice league but Whatever, don't worry about those, those haven't happened yet. But, wonder about the first one. Meanwhile, oh, yeah, she had that boyfriend back in the day. Oh, that's apparently the only one she's ever had, apparently. She waited, and then, and then he's back, because of reasons. And, uh, I don't know. And then they have the Cheetah character, which, fine, okay, cool. But then that whole thing kind of plays out really weird. And then there's the other... The, the bad the main bad guy whose name I'm totally blanking on right now it's played by what's his face so that helps <laughs> um no uh max is his name max max no something like that uh hold on uh now I'm blanking on the po- see I, you know it, that that's a whole other thing it's uh you know when you can't even like remember or care about the or care enough to remember what the plot was you know that's you know you have it's you know it's not a great movie. And it's disappointing because the um, the uh, first Wonder Woman movie was really good. And, you know, and then it was like, they all right, here comes a sequel. All right, cool. Uh, Pedro Pascal, by the way, and uh, Maxwell Lord. I was like, I was like, no, it's Max something. Maxwell Lord. That's the other bad guy in this. Um, or, you know, he's kind of a bad guy. They always got the humanize all the bad guys these days i don't know why can't just a bad guy be bad for being bad why can't there just be a bad guy that's just bad why does he got to be like well his family blah 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 he's doing it for his you know breaking bad kind of ruinous i think for everyone he was a why can't he just be a bad guy to be a bad guy like i feel like they have to humanize all these bad guys these days even like thanos he was they humanized him like oh well he was doing it because of this and this and this and this it's like no why can't he just be the guy taking over the universe, killing people? Why can't they just leave it at that? Like, I, I don't know why. I don't know where that became a, you know, like, oh, that's not enough. Like, that that makes the, that's a bad, because even the Joker, let's be honest. I mean, the Joker was just a guy that wanted to see people burn. And then, you know, they had an arbitrary, he has an arbitrary, um, you know, background story, you know, in some of the lore. But then they did the Joker movie. And it's like, well, now I know the background of the Joker movie. And he's, you know... Villa, you know, not vilified, but like he's, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird that bad guys just can't be bad for the sake of being bad anymore. There's always got to be like this weird backstory as to why they're bad and what they're doing and, you know, whatever. But, uh, anyways, I mean, that's more of a general uh, issue than it is specifically with Wonder Woman 84. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman 84 was just not a good movie. Yeah, it just wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of disappointment. I mean, I have a number 37, so it's middle of the road uh, for me. Uh, but that's what it felt like. It felt like this is a middle of the road movie, which just, it, given that the first one was so good, that's why um, it hurts it. I mean, I, I honestly probably could have had this farther down on the list, to be quite honest. It, but I kind of had to take a step back and was like, well, I can't compare this to wonder woman i gotta compare this to the rest of the movies that i watched and so it kind of landed in the middle so there we go 
All right, next up, uh, moving on to number 38, uh, sorry, 36. Uh, this is a Sabin movie, came out June 10th. It was briefly in theaters, uh, 138,000 uh, domestically, and that's apparently all it did. Uh, uh, opening weekend, and then apparently it was just open for maybe just a, one weekend, I don't know. It did 153 uh, worldwide, 69% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 62, Metacritic 6.1, IMDb, um, no cinema score, and I didn't see it in theaters. And it's called Most Wanted, but depending on where you watch it, it's got a couple different names um, because reasons. I, I I'm not sure why, um, but it's also um, now now I can't even now I can't now hold on. I gotta look it up. I should have written it down, but I didn't. Um, it was also called Target Number One. Um, that was the original title. And apparently, depending on where you are, what country you live in, it might be the title. But anyways, so this was, um, this movie was, um, I guess it's based off a true story. Uh, Josh Hartnett stars as this, like, reporter guy who does an investigation about this, like, kind of, like, weird drug situation, uh, where there was a kid that was sent over he was busted for drugs and they got him mixed up with some other guy that was busted for drugs and they sent him oh was it singapore i i, I feel like i messed this up the last time i talked about it um or hmm. no it was uh oof. Uh, it was thailand so this this kid kind of just a low, I don't know, just like a down and out kid, basically, that was, you know, had a, had a little bit of a drug problem, had gone to Thailand, just on a trip or something, and gotten some drugs and whatever, then he gets in trouble, and gets busted, and then, like, there's this whole, like, setup thing with the Canadian government, and they had trained him to be this drug dealer, and then they sent him over, but they had the wrong guy, and then he goes to Thailand and he gets busted because he didn't really know what he was doing. And he gets sentenced to life. I mean, I'm sorry for spoilers, but this is a true story. So they kind of learn the background of, of how he got there and like what that whole, how that whole thing took place and, and what ends up happening and stuff. It's kind of an interesting story. The fact that it's based off a true story and it actually happened, I guess, or some version of it happened. Um, that they <laughs> basically got the wrong guy and sent him on this weird, crazy... Um, you know, drug thing when he wasn't, was the wrong guy and, you know, he didn't know what he was doing and got him almost killed. But, um, uh, yeah, so I don't know. It, it wasn't terrible, but it was, you know, it was kind of, eh. um, you know, in terms of, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it's, it's a decent watch and, and it certainly get you more interested in what the actual story was and the whole background of that. The movie itself is kind of, yeah, fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, so. Most Wanted or Target Number One, depending on where you are. Um, I think it was on Amazon. Uh, could have been Hulu. I think it was Amazon. I'm pretty sure it was Amazon. Amazon, excuse me. Um, yeah, check it out if you if you want. All right, next up, uh, number 35, another Saban movie. Uh, came out uh, February 7th of 2020. It was briefly in theaters uh, because it was before everything got shut down. Um, it made 50... $58,000 opening weekend, 96 domestic, 117 uh, worldwide. 
86% Rotten Tomatoes, 64 IMDb, uh, 64 Metacritic, 6 IMDb, no cinema score I didn't see in theaters. And it is called Come to Daddy. And given the title of the movie, Come to Daddy, I don't think... It's, it's kind of a weird title. It's like, what? Come to Daddy? What does that even mean? And I think that kind of would turn people off of watching this movie because it's not... It, that I don't know. It's so weird because like you're like, what is this? Um, but it stars uh, uh, Frodo. I'm blanking on his name for some reason right now. Uh, Elijah Wood. <laughs> I just called him Frodo. Uh, it stars Elijah Wood. Uh, basically, he's estranged from his dad. Um, him, his dad and his mom had a falling out. He ended up living with his mom, mom and kind of just had a you know, strange from his dad. So he didn't really know his dad. So something happens and he, you know, his mom, his mom gets sick or something, I believe something like that. And she's like, Oh, you gotta go see your dad. Just go see your dad. So he finally decides, okay, I'm going to go see my dad. So he lives out in this like kind of, uh, you know, uh, on a lake, kind of in the middle of nowhere. So he goes out, finds a place, sees his dad, kind of starts reminiscing with him and talking to him. He's pretending he's like this big hot shot in in, Cal- in like, I don't know, music business, I think it was. Um, and then, you know, could kind of have this whole back and forth. And then something weird happens. And his dad's got to go do some stuff. And all of a sudden, he's kind of snooping around. And he's realizing something, something's not right here. Something's going on. Something's not. Some, some, sums up. Sums up. Some, 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 something doesn't seem right. And then it kind of unravels from there. And I don't want to spoil it because it's actually a pretty decent movie. It's not amazing though, uh, but it's it's pretty good. I mean, it, it's it's pretty good in the sense that it's like, well, you you know, it's it's kind of got a lot of twists and turns and stuff. You don't see them coming. Um, the movie itself's kind of whatever. I mean, I, you know, obviously got it. I'm running 35 on my list, so it's kind of mid middle of the road. Um, but definitely worth checking out. Um, and I don't want to spoil it too much because, you know, there is a big twist. A couple of big twists, actually, um, throughout the movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, because it kind of becomes, like, a completely different movie than what you... Because, like, again, Come to Daddy. What the hell is this movie? I don't even know what this is. And um, so you go in, like, and you in your, you know what is this? And then it, you know, starts off as a kind of a certain movie. It's like, oh, okay, this, okay, this could be interesting. And then, you know, then it just twists around and it's a completely different movie, second half of the movie. But anyways, uh, that's number 30, what did I say? Number 35. Okay, so coming up next is number 34. It's a universal film. Uh, it came out on June 18th. Um, and it didn't, wasn't in theaters. I, I know it's on Peacock. I don't know if it initially came out on Peacock or it was on just uh, on demand and then went to Peacock. I, I don't remember, but I definitely saw it on Peacock. Um, but it wasn't in theaters. Uh, 41% Rotten Tomato, four, 46 Metacritic, 5.4 on the IMDb. Uh, no cinema score. And obviously, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on Peacock, which I think it's still on Peacock. I don't know. It's called You Should Have Left. Um, now, critics didn't really like it. Obviously, it got lower numbers there than uh, the other couple, last couple movies uh, I've talked about. But I, I, I kind of liked it. I mean, again, it's still middle road, so it wasn't one of my favorite movies by any means, but um, I liked it. It had a different element to it. So basically, this movie stars Kevin Bacon and Amanda Siegfried. And they're this couple that, like, it's her second 
no, it's his second marriage. Um, there was an incident, like something happened to his wife, and everyone kind of suspected that he did something, and he kind of, so he's kind of got this, uh, like, um, stank on him that, oh, he's that guy that, with his wife thing, you know, but he, you know, didn't, not, he, he wasn't, he wasn't found guilty or anything, he says he's innocent, blah, 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 but, you know, because of that, like, every time he goes around his, you know, wife, because his wife's an actress, so, you know, anytime he's around with his wife, people are kind of, like, chattering and blah, blah, blah. They have a daughter, and, uh, they decide to take a trip to London, or Wales, I think, because she was gonna start a movie in London, but they're gonna have a little, you know, time, uh, uh they, so they get an Airbnb, or whatever, whatever they call it in the show, in the movie, I don't remember, at this kind of weird new house that's got this weird design and weird setup and blah, blah, blah. So, um, they go to the house and then things start being weird. Like, things are not where they should be and and the house is set up weird. So, it's kind of like you, you're getting lost in the house. And it's like, wait, wait, what was this? This I don't remember this room being here. Or So, Kevin Bacon's kind of starting to lose it. He's a writer. He's trying to write a, a, a book or something, I believe, or something like that. I, I don't totally remember. So, you know... And he's got writer's block, I guess. Uh, so he's trying to, you know, write. And then, you know, he starts kind of seeing things. And, and he, you know, there's notes written that he doesn't remember writing. And there's new doors and new passageways that he doesn't remember being there. And then he kind of gets lost in the house. And then all sorts of other things, weird, start happening. Um, it's an, And he keeps on thinking people in the house and stuff. It's kind of a cool horror film, and and I don't know, it, it deals with, I don't want to ruin it too much, but there's another aspect of it, like, there's like a twist, yeah, there's always a twist, uh, but there's kind of a twist, and it's like, oh, wait a minute, okay, this is, this takes on a whole new dynamic of this, um, and they're trying to figure out what's going on with this house, and like, what the history of the house is, and stuff, I don't know, I thought it was pretty good, um, but again, you know, not great, because obviously it's um, number thirty. For my list. Uh, Alright, move on. Uh, number 33. Uh, this movie came out uh, January 29th of 2021. It was on Apple Plus. It uh, So it wasn't in theaters. It made 74... Uh, sorry. It's 70, got 74% on Rotten Tomato. 53 on Metacritic. 7.3 IMDb. Uh, no cinema score and I didn't see it in theaters. And it is Palmer. Uh, um... So it stars Justin Timberlake, and he is this guy that went to jail because reasons. Uh, I think he got in a fight, and someone got hurt, and he ends up going to jail. Uh, so he's getting out of jail, and he, you know, he doesn't really have anything. So he goes to live with his grandmother. Uh, I can't remember what happened to his parents. I don't know if they were they died or something. But anyways, he goes to live with his grandmother, and his grandmother's. Um, letting these people live in, in, um, her front lawn in like an RV type situation. And, um, it's just what this, this, this woman and her husband or boyfriend or something and, and the, their kid, but the husband or boyfriend disappear or goes away. And then the, and the mom just sort of disappears and, you know, they're kind of not the greatest people and have some issues, whatever. But then they just leaves leaves the kid there, and then this so 
So he's kind of li- the kid's kind of living with the grandmother, and then Palmer, he kind of friend befriends the kid a little bit, and then sort of helping him out. Yeah, but then the grandmother dies, so now all of a sudden Palmer's got to take care of this kid. I don't know. It's 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 an okay film, but it's just kind of like, um, you know, I don't know. It's just Justin Timberlake taking care of a kid, and the kid's got a little some some identity issues and whatever. So and he's so he's not fitting in well with school, and he tries to help him through all that stuff. I don't know. It was an okay film, but I mean, it's uh yeah so. Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, uh, check it out. Also on Apple TV Plus is the next movie, which came out last March, uh, March 6th of 2020. Uh, wasn't in theaters, obviously it was on Apple Plus. Um, 79% at, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, five, uh, 59. Metacritic, five, 7.3 on uh, IMDb. No cinema score, I didn't see in theaters. It's The Banker. So this movie stars um, Anthony Mackie and um, so Falcon, and Samuel Jackson, so Nick Fury and Falcon, and um, they basically, they, uh, so Anthony Mackie, uh, I'm trying to remember how, how, like, it all starts, but basically they end up setting up a bank, but because they're, and this is set in, like, the 50s or something, 60s, I can't, I don't remember the time frame specifically, but back in the, in that time period, and in the South, so, like, you know, Black people, you know, not exactly in the highest regard, you know, in those days. Uh, but they're very good bankers and money people, but they obviously can't run a bank, own a bank. So they get this, hire this white guy, kind of like, hey, you're in charge of this. You can do this. Um, so they're kind of doing some stuff, but it's kind of shady in background, and, you know, in the background because, you know, it's not all up and up because, you know, they have to do some stuff that maybe you're not supposed to be doing to get the money to then buy the bank and the, the run the bank and it's a lot of banking stuff and blah 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 but um you know it's a lot of twists and turns in there and you know stuff you know trying to get not not trying to get found out that they're really the people in charge but then there's this other guy in charge but it's a lot of twists and turns and stuff not bad um i guess it's based on i can't remember if it's based off a true story or not i don't remember Pretty sure it was. Yeah, it definitely was. Because now, now that I remember, because I think at the end of the movie they show who the who the guys actually were. So yeah, I'm almost 100 percent sure it was based off of true story. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you like Anthony Mackie and if you like Falcon and Nick Fury, um, doing banking instead of you know killing Thanos or whatever. <laughs> there you go. Check it out on Apple TV Plus. Um, all right. And then the final movie for today, uh, number 31. This was Amazon Studios movie. It came out last March, uh, March 20th. Uh, 98%, it wasn't in theaters. 98% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so pretty high number there. Um, 72 Metacritic, 6.4 on the IMDb. Uh, no cinema score, and I obviously didn't see it in theaters because it wasn't in theaters. It is called Blow the Man Down. Um so this story is about uh, the, these these girls. Um, their uh, their mother dies. I want to say yeah, their mother dies. Uh, she gets sick and dies. So they kind of take over everything that she was doing. She was running like a fish factory. It's set in like this fish town. I think I want to say it was in Maine. 
I want to say it's set in somewhere in Maine. Don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Almost 100% sure. Um, so it's about kind of fishing. People in the fishing industry kind of set on a town on the water. And there's boats and stuff. And so this, they own kind of this. Their family own this like fishing place. So they're kind of trying to run it now. But they're trying. They're starting to find out that there's, a, there's this kind of like interweaving kind of like a group of people that kind of run the town secretly. And that their mom was kind of involved with it. And they're trying to figure out what what it all means and who's involved and what's going on and 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 it kind of they un- keep unraveling things and kind of learn about all these people in this town and kind of who's in, who's in charge and who's running the show and you know there's there's seedy elements and stuff going on. Um, not bad, uh, not a bad movie. You know, sort of twists and turns and stuff. Uh, pretty decent cast too, uh, from what I recall. Uh, but the one weird weird thing about this movie is like. At certain points throughout the movies, they just randomly have these fishermen singing songs. Blow the man down being one of them. Uh, hence the name of the movie. So that kind of like threw me off. I'm like, what? why are these people singing randomly? Like, what, what's happening? What's going on? Um, but yeah, it's a decent film. Um, some good stuff in there. Uh, obviously, the, the Rotten Tomato fans really liked it. But I think that's another issue of it wasn't very... You know, obviously, it was an Amazon studio. went straight to Amazon Prime. Um, you know, wasn't in theaters, wasn't, didn't have a big thing. So I, I don't know that it got a lot of reviews on Amazon or on Rotten Tomatoes. So again, like I said, with Rotten Tomatoes, sometimes the scores can be misleading because if only a couple people, um, you know, review it and they say they like it, it gives it, you know, hundred percent or 99 or whatever reverse. If only a few people reviewed it and said they didn't like it, it gets like a zero or whatever. So it's a bit, um, bit misleading at, at, at times, um, I believe, but, um, in any event, uh, yeah, that was number 31, so that's gonna do it for part four of the 2020-2021 Movie Ranks Countdown, so thank you everyone for listening, again, check out the blog, razorradio.blogspot.com, subscribe, um, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or, um, Spotify, or wherever else you can find it, check out the YouTube channel, I'm, uh, check out the Instagram and, Twitter and Facebook page at One Man Renegade, One Man Renegade Podcast on Facebook. Um, and come back tomorrow as we continue on. We go through uh, number 30 through 21. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, the Oscars coming up this weekend. Uh, you know, maybe some of these movies next will be potential. I mean, I don't know. I think there are going to be some Oscar nominated movies uh, sprinkled in because I don't know if I said this, but it may have been the first time I think ever especially since I've been doing this countdown, that I actually watched all the Oscar um, movies, Oscar-nominated movies. They haven't been any listed yet, but there might be some coming up. So come back tomorrow. Check that out. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Bye.